You're listening to Kapow, the pop culture podcast. Comics, television, movies, and more. If it impacts fan culture, we have something to say about it. And now, your hosts, Jordan, Cliff, and Seth. Do you stand for what you believe in and find the strength to do what's right? That's turtle power. And we are Kapow, the pop culture podcast. Welcome back to a brand new episode. My name is Jordan Lowe. I'm Cliff Barnes. So, that's their saying? That is... A Lyrics lyric. A saying. Oh, it's a lyric. Turtle a lyric. Power by Partners in Crime. <laughs> Never heard of. <laughs> that was their one song they had. Mm. Wasn't as popular as the uh the uh vanilla ice go ninja go ninja go. On the half shower that the heroes for in this day and age, you could ask for more. The crime wave is high with muggy and mysterious. All police and detectives are furious because they can't find the source of this lethally evil force. This is serious, so give me a quarter. I was a witness. Get me a reporter. Call April O'Neil. And on this case, you better hurry up. There's no time to waste. I don't We're know. We're talking turtles tonight. I don't know where he pulled out, out that whole verse, but I feel like it was from somewhere a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. We have yes. another episode of The Crossroads. Lots of ping pong balls. I had an idea. What, what are you saying about the ping pong balls? What if we do a podcast episode about a crossover? Any crossover. Most ridiculous crossovers there have been in comics, TV, whatever you guys want to do. We're gonna, then we, well, we randomly pull one out, and that's what we're going to do. That's the one you're going to do. So we don't have to figure out which one we're going to do. We just do the one we pull out. We have a crossover. Exciting. We watched this show you told me all about, and then you acted like you never heard of it when I told you to go watch it. What? So what was that all about? Well, a little, again, a little bit of miscommunication. We we are doing famous crossovers in pop right. culture here. So the one, the ping pong ball that we pulled out. Yeah, oh, I remember that. The most important detail of all this, the ping pong balls, was for Turtles Forever from 2009. And I knew that was a crossover between the current animated version of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and the old school 80s version. Well, I thought it was the one from the third series that started in 2012 because hmm. they did an episode very much like this with a very similar let's say identical plot <laughs> this is from the 2003 series so okay the first the first animated the ones we're probably most familiar with started in 1987 so after that wrapped the very next one was 2003 and that was uh four kids entertainment saturday morning fox uh, fox kids show Lasted six seasons on Fox, and then did the final seventh season on the CW. So they made this movie to wrap up after the seventh season finale. This kind of wrapped everything up. So this was them with a wink going back and crossing over when they meet their former selves. Right. And I had never seen I'd never seen any version of the 2003 Turtles. I didn't. Wow. What were are you too cool for school? What the hell? I, I thought know. you There's were early, turtles all the time. Early 2000s, Jordan, I guess, just wasn't, wow. didn't have the turtle power. I did not know this about you. <laughs> Jesse, don't abandon him. Jesse never gave up on him. I guarantee. Well, that's part of the reason I, th- I thought the 2012 version was so remarkable because I didn't really care about any other version since then. But the 2012, like the CGI version, was so good it made me watch it again. So I thought, mm. wow, this is this is really excellent. But we're not going to talk about the good one. We're going to talk about the other one. That yeah. sounds about right. Yeah, that's right. Now I'm even more excited. Um, yeah. So it's called what? Turtles Forever. 
Was there a colon in there? It was Tangent Ninja Turtles colon Turtles forever. So I did not know what was going on. Like, I I was really expecting you to fill in a lot of these blanks, (laughs) and now you're telling me that you didn't watch that cartoon. So try my best. Yeah. So I'm just going to get into it here. This is my notes from a month ago when I watched it. Um, and if anyone wants to watch it, it's apparently on YouTube, like everything else. Um, yeah, you don't have to rent it like Seth did. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> I saw it on there. I had it on my wish list ever since we decided we were doing this. I just watched it. Uh, I don't mind donating to Amazon. Mm. They need this. Money. They need it. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so there's some Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. See. Versus okay. the with you so far. Versus the Huns. Okay, now first off, has the Hun or whoever what is it? What's this guy? I I don't yeah, know. I did not know him. I felt like I okay, was supposed to. I feel to. a lot better. I yeah. feel a lot better. Yeah, I quickly realized I had not watched an episode of Turtles anything since nineteen eighty nine or so. So, so it's um, not a part of the 80s Turtles at all, this Han guy, right? Not that yeah. I knew of. And he's got the purple dragons. Right. His guys. Yeah. Apparently they, be... they replaced the Foot Clan as the main enemy, Jordan? Um, I believe they were around, even in the original comic, as just kind of the street gang, uh, just the teenage hoodlums. But I believe okay. Hun started in this series. I think he was made for this cartoon i did like him i liked his stuff where he was frustrated with the 80s turtles that was that was good Mm. anyway he's in the idw comic they made hun more of a central character and he was casey jones's father so casey had like a gang leader as a father and wanted to get out of that life so i don't think that's the continuity here but that's what idw did with the leader that's weird okay so they're stealing some. They're stealing tons of high tech loot, and Splinter is uh, watching some progressive soap opera. We see, and uh, so somebody's stepbrother's half sister. He's watching, and there's a special news report about the break-in, and. He, it's, he's, you know, it's, it's, it's all, I don't even remember what the hell's going on. I can't remember it. But the, the, we have the 80s turtles are prisoners of the Han, right? Or of Han. Is it Han or the Han? I just go with Han. Okay. And they've got ooze capsules. And they fight. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's coming back to me. Yeah. Okay. They fight old, old 10 teeth over it all the time. Talking about Shredder. Mm Mm-hmm. And Raphael's breaking the fourth wall already, you know, and the Hun kind of looks at him. They don't say he just looks at him like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> I love it. He finally asked that later, but that was so funny. Because this was this was the more serious turtles. This version, they didn't joke so much. It wasn't all cartoony. These were the the grim and gritty turtles. So they, they didn't right. put up with the silliness of the '80s series. Yeah, that right. threw that threw me off a little bit because I only was familiar with the '80s Turtles, and first of all, I didn't remember how just off the wall they were, like how silly it was in my memory. Yeah, I never, I, I never. <laughs> I liked, you know, like I read some of the original Turtles comics when they came out, and that was like super serious. Mm-hmm. And then this, uh, when the eighties, when it blew up in the cartoons and was cow stupid crap, I didn't care anything about that. I mean, I, I just wasn't as young. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it was great. I love cartoons, but anyway, that, that wasn't one my thing. So I assumed at some point there was a very, a more serious take in the cartoons. And, and I remember you talking about the 2012 version and the last few years, like it was, 
a little more serious and this it was it, a nice mixture it didn't yeah. i mean it had some out there things you know it had some weird wacky stuff but right it had but some, these the, the 80s really really stick out like, yeah as yeah. silk which is which works good for this like so at least there's some contrast but they the hun or hun opens up a capsule of the mutagen and a fly eats some and gets big and then the, then those o3 turtles come in and save them and they they they're like noticing things like the 80s turtles have a uh, I think it is. Yeah, they have ini their initials and their belt buckles and stuff. Right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Hope you don't mind, but we let ourselves in. Actually, it kind of looks like we're already here. Hey, those dudes look just like us. Don't flatter yourselves. <laughs> That's our cue! <laughs> <laughs> on their belt buckles like superheroes fascinating little help here mikey they're like yelling turtle power and everything and these guys are like what the hell's going on <laughs> yeah this version version of the turtles was more it was was it more like the newer movies was that based on um, I don't know what year those came out, but uh, not the original. Yeah, the second generation of the movies, when um, they were dark and grittier, and kind of had like, did they have like bamboo armor or something they wore in that movie? Oh yeah, I remember hearing about that. Yeah, yeah, I thought maybe it was more related to that. So the newer version. All right, but the O three Leonardo. Distracts the bad guys. They shoot the wall down onto themselves, and he's like, "He's like, when? Who the shell are you guys?" Now, yeah, I think they that said that good writing. about a hundred and fifty times. <laughs> That's how gritty they were. They nearly cursed. Right. So they're like, we'll talk about it after lunch. So they all go to Jay's Pizza. Now, is that a staple of the universe? We don't know. Okay. So there's people screaming and they want, you know, when they walk in because they're freaking turtles. And apparently, now in the 80s cartoon, was it just nothing for them to walk into a pizza place? Yeah. yeah. They were, they were a known, <laughs> they were known. <laughs> it is known. It is known. So here it's a, it's crazy. So, People screaming. They go in and order pizza with sauerkraut, tuna fish, pretzels, jelly beans, and the chef just runs away. The pizza chef. Yeah, yeah, because he's freaked out. Yeah. The cops come, and they they go in the kitchen and get netted by the O3 um, splinter. And they and, and, and it's, tells, a, it's a different splinter than the original. Yeah, too. it's the O three one, right? Yeah, yeah, he's brown, where the original one original one was more gray. Yeah, and he wants them to start from the beginning. They got to know what the heck happens. And Shredder has this technodrome, and he wanted more mutagen. See, so Donatello hotwired something, and. And then we see that they're not in Kansas anymore, they say. And Splinter says, we got to find the Technodrome. So, underground, the Technodrome's broke. Shredder realizes what's up. There's a temporal anomaly, perimeter breach. The turtles show up. And there's eight turtles, he says. What the heck? Eight turtles? I don't know how this came to be. But soon there will be none. So he sends out Bebop and Rocksteady, and this is where I say I don't know which one's Bebop and which one's Rocksteady. <laughs> Destroy them, all of them. With great pleasure, Master Shredder. Bebop and Rocksteady? Say your prayers, Toyota. 
and the feet guys. Do you want this to be like a Zack and Cody situation where you don't want to know? I don't want to know, right. Okay, yeah. good. I don't want to know. So, how do you guys normally handle these situations? Turtle power! <laughs> don't you just love these guys? Cowabunga! Cowabunga! Jeez, it's like having five Mikey's now. Got the Foot Clan. And they're robots. Yeah, the foot, yeah, the foot soldiers in the cart the original cartoon were robots. Oh, that really? Was way, okay. That was a way to cut down on on any violence. Oh, right. They could beat up a robot. Right. Well, obviously, this is all, all a daredevil ripoff. Yeah. Um. Then you got a there is a a silly fight in stews, of course, and Krang. Yells at Shredder. Now, who's Krang? I mean, I've heard of this guy. I've seen him before. What is he? Go ahead. He is an Utrom, which <laughs> is one of these weird brain aliens, which is straight from the comics. But yeah, in the cartoon, he was turned into the very silly. He had the weird voice, and it was. He was from yeah, Dimension was, X. Right, right. So yeah, the. <laughs> He was going to open up a portal to Dimension X and conquer our dimension. Right. So he always he built this really dumb looking big body that he was always in like the stomach of. It was just ridiculous. Which, which is a ripoff, also. You know who who are we? Is that Modok or something? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I could I could see that. Yeah. No, uh, what's his face? Uh, Z- 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 Zola. Zola, Arnim. Zola, Arnim Zola. Arnim yeah. Zola. Um. So anyway, Shredder wants to go look for the other him. He's like, hey. He blows up the feet bots to buy time, and Bebop, Rocksteady, escape, get on the Technodrome, and it starts burrowing into a wall. Then we get the '80s Shredder, who is dumb. Yeah, <laughs> it was supposed to be a threat, but never quite was all that menacing. Yeah. Right, and, and we get this O three new Shredder on on screen, and and he's like excited to see him. And he's like, he teleports in. He's like a pink slug. Is that- yeah, this I this completely lost me. I knew nothing about this, so I I looked it up. I'll give you the I'll give you the footnotes. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah, that is he's known as the Utrom Shredder, and he was the main villain of this series. All right, so much like Krang is an Utrom, this is their this universe's version of the Utrom. Ah. So this was the alien warlord Charell. And he caused the death of millions across the galaxy. He was finally captured by his fellow Utrom and transported back to his home world to face, uh, uh, you know, to be punished for his crimes. On the way, he managed to escape and he sabotaged the ship and it crash landed on Earth in feudal Japan. So this was centuries ago. All right. So the Utrom had to wait hundreds of years until human technology advanced enough for them to develop teleportation and use the technology to get home. So in that time, they developed humanoid exosuits to hide among the humans, and Charell stole the first prototype and used the Japanese legend, uh, there's a, a, a demon named Tingu in, of Japanese folklore. So he took over, used that as his dual identity, and became a wealthy philanthropist named Saki, while secretly operating as the crime lord known as the Shredder. Okay. So it, apparently during the series, the High Council of the Utrom found him guilty and sentenced him to exile on a desolate ice asteroid. So that's apparently where we left him, and the Shredder had been, uh, you know, banished where we picked up here. So this is him getting back off the asteroid. Wow. So the 80s Shredder sh- shows this guy around, and there's like a foot guy carrying him around. And Krang releases gas to knock out the alien. And they put him in a jar, right? Yeah. Yeah. It attacks, but it passes out. They put him in a jar. Some ninja girl shows up 
Did you guys know who this was? Yes, that is Karai. Okay. Okay. Who in mo most continuities is Shredder's daughter. Yeah, uh, some are either her adopt his adopted daughter or his biological daughter. It just depends on the version. Now, just uh, I would assume in the no. Is she in the original comic at all? Uh, later in the run, not not right from the beginning. And, and I would assume in that she is his actual daughter. Or I don't I remember. Don't I don't remember which. I, did I was not, gonna. I didn't know who she was. I was gonna ask. And she's part of the Foot Clan, and she's you know one of the quote unquote <clears throat> bad guys, but she's always like she's they've been Electra. able. To, she yes, yeah, she has you know, <laughs> she has honor. They've been able to work with her for things yeah. before, so yeah. So, the O3 Turtles are driving their garbage truck, and they get run off the road by Hun's guys. They open up the back of the truck, and this big gray monster comes out with a red mohawk. It's got mutagen, and uh, Hun wants more mutagen. So, so this guy's all you know, you know, blown up on that stuff or whatever, right? The Splinter fires slime rockets from the truck, and they go in the sewer. And the Hun, Hun jumps down, grabs Mutagen, but it busts on his arm. Yeah. What's that do to him? He, Mute, he becomes him. Yeah. <laughs> that's right, yeah. Okay. He, he turns into a monster. Right. That's so he, the, That's the secret of the use. He leaves the sewer and joins the red alien shredder guy and the daughter on the Technodrome. And we got the 80s guys want more pizza because that's that's what they do. They want yeah. pizza. And okay, so the Technodrome is having foot problems and uh then Karai says this dimension is it the dimension X is dumb basically she doesn't like dimension X that's what she says so upgraded new foot soldiers lethal are lethal okay who are not robots right yeah not cartoony yeah yeah, and he gets the uh, he he gets his new sh the the little red shredder gets a new shredder body, and he's all badass and has red eyes and sharp things everywhere. Right. So she's also improved the human troops and mute with mutagen. Yeah, the guy the guy gets injected and turns into a monster. Mm -hmm. Um. Alien Shredder asks the computer for more information. The turtles need some a trans-dimensional portal stick from the 80s. Okay, obviously. Right, yeah. yeah. It goes without saying. Right. Yeah. They'll just Karai, make, they'll make one out of some junk. Donatello, he'll screw a couple screws in it, and it'll be good to go. Plenty of times. Right. In fact, we got all kinds of special anti-technodrome gear back home for just such an occasion. Special anti-technodrome gear? Certainly, but like Leonardo said, it's back in our home dimension. We'll need to build some kind of trans-dimensional portal stick to get there. A gateway into other dimensions, but small enough to fit into most overhead compartments. Donnie, whatever he's talking about, can it be done? We've seen time travel windows, cybermat transporters, but a dimensional portal in a stick? It sounds, well, silly. No offense. Come on, Mr. Wizard. It'll be easy. Karai yells at Krang. Uh, the alien shredder hits the 80s shredder. He wants the turtles, so he sends Han. And Donatello is trying to make a stick. You know, he's making his portal stick. Han, Bebop, and Cody burst into the nose contraption thing. Fight with the robots. 2.0 and they that they brought and it caves in the portal stick takes them back to the 80s what just happened where's master splinter where are we cowabunga dudes oh, yeah. Yeah. 
dimension? Why does it all look so... weird? Yep! There's no place like home! What the shell are we doing here? We gotta go back! Master Splinter's in who knows what kind of trouble! Donatello ported us out just before your roof flattened us into pizza pies! Told you it'd work! We're going back. We'll save Splinter and we're stopping that Technodrome. But we've got another problem. Hun mentioned the one true Shredder. And you know what that means. Our little alien Utram is back. Utram Shredder? Sounds Swedish. <laughs> <laughs> stop it! Stop it! Stop it! Can't you guys be serious about anything? And there's April. Is she like right. she needs saved immediately? Commentary on the damsel in distress in yeah. April. Yeah. And, and it was funny because at this point I, I guess I had forgotten just the look of that cartoon for the main part. So when they go back to like New York and there's like ninja pizza and guys walking around with boom boxes on on their shoulders and just the whole look of it threw me back to like you know third grade, yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh, I remember the the entire aesthetic of the show now, besides just the silliness of it. But right, you know, yeah, that was lifted. That was all lifted directly. Like even the background characters were were in old episodes. Like I recognized specific right. characters. Mm. Although it was kind of funny of like these 2003 turtles making fun of the eighties fashion. Like, look how silly these people look. <laughs> and then it cuts to the early two thousands and everyone on the street looks ridiculous compared to today. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. So yeah, it was a banana monster that was attacking her, I believe. Okay. And they ask why she's wearing a yellow jumpsuit. Well, she's a reporter. <laughs> Obviously <laughs> that's what you wear. And so, they go visit the 80s splinter and sewer. The Hun takes the 03 splinter to Shredder. And the 03 April and Casey, Casey Jones, I guess, or whatever. Mm -hmm. Okay. And Detectodrome comes out of the ground. So they're they're taking a walk or whatever. Now I I mean, I know nothing about Casey Jones. Obviously, you know what? Which he was in which series? All of them? Was he? Oh. He goes back to the eighties. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he was yeah. in. He was introduced in the Raphael one shot, which was probably like the fourth comic ever published. They did. Wow, I don't remember. That seems weird. What was his character? So, what was the point of his character? Uh, just a human, other than her. Yeah, he was like. A human vigilante okay yeah. so was it yeah i don't remember that from the comics what you know it's been See, so that's long weird. like he is such a fan favorite if you're asking me why do people like him i i don't know that's a I, i'm not sure i can answer that question well, i remember just, we were talking about the toys and stuff and russ yeah. said something about it. he got into it when mm -hmm. you know like almost like because of casey jones i'm like well okay hmm casey jones was he was like best buddies with the Raphael characters, right? That was right. kind of their, you know, Raph was the, the loner <clears throat> character um, that always went off on his own. And then Casey Jones was, I think supposed to be like a, a similar character, but like you're saying a human, but then he was also the love interest of April, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. in the, in the original comics, uh, I think when he was first introduced, he's like sitting in his apartment. He's got three or four TVs sitting on top of each other and he's watching Charles Bronson movies and, you know, those eighties grim and gritty, you know, man alone vigilante movies. So he's like, I'm going to go clean up the street. So it was, See, now uh, I like this. I, I, that introduction sounds so, good. Yeah, but the, all the I see... idea of the, the dumb kid who thinks he's going to, you know, take yeah. on the, take on crime. Yeah. So, Oh, the 80s portal opens, see the mess in the streets and tanks, etc. Technodrome, Death Star. Uh, release 
mutants and robots, party wagons, and the blimp come through the portal to fight. Sure, but I wouldn't recommend it. Why not? Easier just to show you, dude. Also, Noogies written down here. What's Noogies? What did I write that for? Well, they say any landing you can walk away from. <laughs> Return of the Noogies! Come on, let's end this once and for all. So, somebody said it. Okay. I love okay. the part with think... the blimp. When the blimp comes on there, and one of them makes, like, the, the new turtle makes a comment about the right you know the riding on it and he's like can't this thing go any faster or something like that and he like detaches it and they go fly gliding in mm, mm-hmm. it, it was just it was ridiculous the idea of it was ridiculous in the first place but then the, the fact that you know they're calling all calling him out on it i love yeah shredder watches the turtles coming it's a trap with with splinter as bait and there's like um I have danger room like changes and they're all stuck around the room. Don't they get like, yeah, they get all trapped. Yeah. And then shredder. It's like, there's a, you know, it's taught to say, now there's a bunch more turtles and they show them all the pictures of all the turtles over. Yeah. What? I saw a whole bunch of stuff. I recognized that was actual covers of books or oh, yeah. famous panels. So a lot of Eastman and Laird art. There was stuff from the Archie, the TMNT Adventure series, which is a very cartoony style. Uh, some of the covers from Tales of the TMNT, which is sort of the concurrent book that was running that had a bunch of different writers and artists doing stuff. Um, some stuff from Jim Lawson, who was who has drawn more co- more Turtles comics than Eastman or Laird from those early days. Michael Zuli had a very famous story. Uh, with them in the samurai armor. I saw a Stan Sakai drawing who did the Usagi Ojimbo. And it had the, uh, there's a picture from the live action movie. The And I for, forgot this movie existed. There was a CGI picture. And I was like, is that from the, the next series that they already have some art? No, there was a movie in 2007 called TMNT. It was all CGI. I completely forgot about. It was a theatrical run movie. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Uh, so okay. yeah, they had a shot from that, and the 1996 Japanese original Legend of the Super Mutants. So there was like an anime-looking style of this thing that was only released in Japan. So wow, it was a cool, it was a cool mosaic of all classic of any version of the turtle you can imagine. That was very cool. I like that whole sequence. So. Yeah, each dimension came from the same source, so they got to find the source of all these turtle problems and destroy it. Now, no more turtles. You can't Which find I was the like, source of this lethally evil force. Sorry, go, keep going. Oh, yeah, what? Go on. Don't let me stop you. <laughs> and so all these sim- similarities point to Turtle Prime. I'm, like, getting excited now. I'm like, all right, Turtle Prime. I need to see this. So the daughter pushes some buttons, and they find it. And Tectodrome disappears and spits out the turtles. They're like, why didn't we die? Anyway, they uh, we can track them down with the portal stick. So the world starts erasing all around them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just they like go it to was a comic page, right? They go to Purple Dragon headquarters, and Hun is there. There's a fight. Everything's erasing, and they ask Hun for their gear or whatever, and Hun, where'd you put my gear? <laughs> right. Hun. Then uh, the 03 April in KC Erase. 
turtles go to the crater and they all portal away. So now they're in the OG comic, the black and white stuff, the source turtles, the turtle prime. Particle emissions end here. So this must be the place. Turtle Prime. Like, what kind of world is this? Grim, gritty, my kind of place. Figures. Huh, I'm thinking of retiring here. We'll all be retiring here permanently if we don't find the Shredder and stop him. Uh, Leo, I think someone just found us. And, it, and I love that, like... You know, they narrate the, as they fight, you know. And... Yeah, those are those are direct quotes from the first issue of the Bronx series. What is this, eight wannabes? On our turf, trying to steal our act. I strike two on my way down. Donatello takes out a third with his staff. Already, the pudgy ones are starting to panic. Raph loves this stuff. He's not alone. Why is he narrating? Is he crazy? Hardcore crazy. I love these guys! <laughs> Stop! We're trying to save you from the, from the shredder! Now, this is what... Uh, I like the, the pudgy ones panic. Um, the... Uh, <laughs> I, I like that. That's, that's not a direct quote, but some of the other ones are. <laughs> right. The um, what I was going to ask you at this because it has been so long since I have read any of that. But is there any reference? I guess there is. If there's this Karai character at all, to the original reason that Shredder and Splinter like hate, you know, why there is this fight what shredder's problem is you know wasn't it like somebody slept with somebody or killed somebody uh it is yeah it's a fight over a woman um i don't know how deep they got into it in the comic my my biggest memories from the original movie mm-hmm. of him explaining they, they fled to america to get away from this like yeah so the, the comic i'm not 100 percent sure of but yeah it's 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 been the basic thing those two either shredder killed this woman he loves or he escaped with her and he's about vengeance or there's some version of that in, in all the, the original. Well, yeah. I was, I was hoping that it at least said something like that in the cartoons. Cause otherwise it's like, I mean, the, it, it just seemed so personal in the original comic and that we, and, have, we have one minute. Okay. Okay. I will look, I will look at the comic here on my shelf and I, I will answer that correctly. Okay. Great. Okay. Well, just cut out my wrong answer. Well, let me. I, I start are you with like, another. You have like all the. Did you look up and see what they did in the? Yeah. Cartoons. Oh, uh, the cartoon. No, they were. He was a human that turned into a rat in the cartoons. That is correct. I remember that. But in the comic and the and the movie, he's a rat that mutated into more of a human like. So I don't mm. know why they the cartoons thought that was better. But right, yeah, I just read that first issue and forgot how. Yeah, I really like that story. The whole deal, like Shredder's a big problem. It, you know, the whole history of that. Just saying how they like what he what uh, Splinter was a just a pet rat of his. His owner was a, um, yeah, a member of the foot. foot Yeah. Yoshi. And he, he, uh, he would just mimic his moves, you know, to learn to be, you know, I remember that in the movie, the little rat in the cage. (laughs) So like mimic the martial arts moves and that, uh, Yoshi and Nagi. Well, I don't remember his first name, but, they were like rivals for the same girl, Tang Shin, and she, but she liked Yoshi. So, uh, the Nagi guy went over to if uh, if he couldn't have her, nobody could have her, and he was gonna kill her. So, 
Splinter's master, whatever, Yoshi, had to kill him. And then flee the country because he killed a, you know, another member of the Foot Clan. So he took the girl with him and went to the U.S. And then we find out that what's his, you know, that uh, Nagi had a younger brother who was seven at that time, and he was mad because he killed his brother, and he grew up and became the best Foot Clan member ever, and they made him in charge of the New York branch. <laughs> <laughs> of the foot clan which wow. I was funny and that was shredder and he went to their place and killed the guy killed the girl and then the guy came home and he killed him too and shredder i mean uh, splinter saw it i was like gosh that is some dark stuff for a yeah for a kid about turtles yeah. turtles and a rat turtles in a half shell <laughs> all right so where did we leave off with our uh with our movie here we are uh, oh sorry they yeah wait anyway, we were back there at this original turtle so it was like black and white and everything and they uh they're fighting the original turtles when they zap in or whatever right with the black and white turtles yeah and they're yeah they're describing them how they fight you know it's like they do in that in the original comics and the technodrome shows up it's destroying the universe. The black and white turtles yell at Shredder. Shredder shows up. The the OG Shredder. And which is funny because if I remember, doesn't he like show up on the rooftop like just straight out of the comic, out of that original comic, and they and they just throw the new turtles throw garbage at him. Yeah. <laughs> and that's it. That's yeah. it. He just He's that's gone. it for him. <laughs> it's like that dark character i just described this guy who just murdered all these people just just they just throw garbage at it which i think that's hilarious yeah um, that, was, that was really good new shredder comes out all the all the turtles come out karai saved them and i'm not there yet i'm playing it okay somebody gets huge so does krang i guess shredder shredder gets huge krang gets huge Turtles shove him toward the Technodrome lasers. Yes. Zack and Cody stop the rays. And she grabs the turtles, or Shredder grabs the turtles. I don't I don't know my notes. They're erasing is happening. Only the original turtles in the hand are still there. The in you know, in his hand. And the eighties Donatello throws an exploding star or something. Cause that was the whole deal. They had to go back to the eighties. We need to get our equipment. And oh, it was like yeah. a roller skate and a banana peel, like all the silly stuff. And he's like, I got exploding, you know, exploding a ninja stars. And it yeah. ended up being very important. Yeah. They, uh, yeah, I forgot about that. Then, then bebop and rocksteady turned the laser back on. Shredder has been shredded and they get on the drone. The O3 stayed behind and used the portal for some reason. And well, they, I guess they need to go where they need to go. The o, OG turtles like the initials on the pizza. They said they were into that. And yeah, they say we are the teenage mutant ninja turtles. We strike hard and fade away into the night. Yeah, and then it it kind of closes there on that original comic panel of the uh, the black and white. And that's it. Cameos yeah. from Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird, the creators. That's yeah. right. I watched after I watched this. I went back to uh, Netflix, the um, toys that toys that made us mm. special, and re and watched the turtles one, and it was a good. Um, behind the scenes look at that had a lot, you know, a lot of uh, Eastman and Laird and, and the history there behind it and the, and their relationship and then breaking up and selling the turtle, you know, the one sold the, the uh, turtles to Viacom and all that, but it was really interesting. And then it was really sweet at the end. They reunited 
the two of them and it just kind of ended on them and they were just drawing comics you know something they hadn't done together in 20 years that might be my favorite episode of that that it, it i lo- yeah, i learned a lot one. i didn't know from it and especially i had the wrong opinion of those guys all these years that Laird, I just kind of assumed Laird washed his hands of it and left because oh. Eastman was way more involved. He has done, he would do art for things and, you know, uh, uh, cover art, variant cover art, or he, he was involved with the IDW relaunch. He would go out and promote like when the movies came out, like it just seemed like Eastman was more into it and Laird was tired of it. But this behind the scenes thing we're talking about from Netflix, it was that, it wasn't that at all. It was Laird loved the comics so much. He didn't want any of the other nonsense. He was tired right. of the toys and the movies and the, the you know, birthday balloons and like all the nonsense. He just wanted to make comics. And so he had it seemed like a more pure vision of it. And then when it, when they, when they did sell it to Nickelodeon, he left a clause in there that he could still own the comic, right? If he wanted to go back and like continue that original Mirage series, that's the only thing left that he even owns of the turtles. If he, if they ever want to go back and do the comic. So I, I had, I had, like I said, the wrong opinion, assuming Laird was over it, but he actually kept that original love of his creation. So good, yeah. good, good for him. Yeah. I do. Do we know how, what the, what, how much they got for that? Yeah, it, it said in the special, um, mm. but I uh, I don't remember. Like th- by the end of it, they were both they both had enough money um, from it to you know make a li- you know to be okay the rest of their life. I I believe, but yeah, the one guy did make a lot more money than than the other. So, and it seems like they. I know they made a lot of money, but they also sold it at kind of a low point. Mm-hmm. Like the turtles weren't huge. And then when Nickelodeon bought them, brought them back, then it all kind of blew up again. So they, I don't know if they <laughs> could have held on for a little bit longer, but who knows? Hmm. So overall, I thought it was good. That was a good <laughs> cartoon. As far as I like that, you know, come on, you got, it's got that, time travel feel and you got all the different versions crossing over and i i love that when that it built up to going back to the mm. original you know it was still there was a lot of silly and stuff but that's what the turtles became right and, and but that's what i liked about it i liked all the the original cartoon stuff and, and that they pointed the movie pointed out how ridiculous it was i mean it's still fun and silly but I mean, it was just, it was outrageous stuff that kids were very young. Kids were eating up at the time and we watched that now. And, it, and, you know, compared to the, the newer version of the turtles that's out there. And it was just like, Oh my gosh, this stuff was, it was insane. This yeah. cartoon. Yeah. How was the, how was that as popular as it got? <laughs> just the, it, well, I got, you have to think somewhat. It's just the title. Like, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is just a hilarious thing to say. And, and know, they said thinking, it over and over and over yeah, again in the yeah. title song. I'm pretty sure I remember the first ter- the first time I heard that term, Teenage yeah. Mutant Ninja Turtles. And I believe, Cliff, your wife's, your your mother-in-law was in the room the first time I heard it. I don't I know remember why where I, I was. I don't, I don't know why I remember this so much, but like it was in a magazine Okay. And Alicia's mom, uh, like, she would bring Ben over. Yeah. And, like, her and Jared, my brother, would play. Mm-hmm. And she helped some stuff around the house sometimes. Um, and it was in, like, a magazine. And so I said, Teenage Mutant. And I, rem- I just remember hearing and those four words, like, what does that even mean? It's like <laughs> that memory. I know everyone who was in the room when I heard it. Like, that memory is so burned in my brain. That's great. Yeah, I remember I was in uh, a friend of mine's bedroom, and he was his birthday today, actually. But it, but he, uh, he lived in the same neighborhood as us, and we're in there, and he collected comic books. Um, and he's like, he's like, you gotta 
check this out. And he had, you know, the first couple issues or whatever. And he's like, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And I'm like, the same, same results. Like, I had to like dismantle the words right. in my head and think, what does each of those words mean? And what does that make? Like, what is that? I like all these words. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I vividly remember that. Of course, you know, a takeoff of what was hottest in the 80s, like you said, Daredevil, all the Frank Miller Ninja comics, the X-Men mutant stuff. So it was just parodying the hottest tropes of the 1980s, but turning into a, a whole new thing. Yeah. Classic stuff. So this well, we movie, did it. Well, this movie has an 82% audience score on Rotten Tomatoes. So the fans, the fans like it. The fans like this series. I think maybe the 2012 one had a little bit higher uh, acclaim. But as far as, like you said, going from the silliness of the 80s to something, if you aged out of that one, mm-hmm. you were ready for something a little more serious in the 2000s. So this one delivered it. My big problem, though, is this it did not have the original voice cast. Mm. None of these people were the, the, the voices from the 80s. Hmm. Apparently the the original actors were all in the Los Angeles union of voice actors in California. And the four kids entertainment is in New York and is a non-union outfit. So they would not pay to have these people flown in from California. And they also didn't have the music rights. So all the music in this was close, but it wasn't exactly okay. the 80s music. Yeah, I uh, that makes sense. Now, you guys know that Chuck Lorre wrote the original cartoon theme song, right? Yes, I do know that. Yeah. The guy that, like, the the guy behind, like, Big Bang Theory and all. I know who he is. Yeah, yeah. all those television shows. He was the original uh, composer of the, of the theme song. One of the great theme songs. I would have pushed it further. You guys fought me on it. Where did it rank? I don't remember. I don't don't know, but I remember I wanted it to go further and (laughs) somebody knocked it down. But like I said before, there's another episode similar to this. If you like this and want more uh, from the 2012 series, it's season four, episode 10. If you find it streaming somewhere, trans dimensional turtles. Hmm. Krang sets off a dimensionizer weapon to destroy their dimension, and the turtles end up in the 1987 world. Uh, do a quick detour to the Mirage universe. Uh, that one does have the original cast, and it has some of my favorite jokes in it. Um, the about the toned down violence because like quick get them guys, and it shows you know Raph sticks his sigh in the fire hydrant, and the water knocks somebody down. Donnie uses his bow to trip somebody and then it cuts and the modern rap is just stabbing someone with his thigh. So it's like, <laughs> it's like it, it was, it was a wonderful visual joke of the difference between the two. Yeah. I, yeah. Very much I might look, look for that and watch it. But yeah, I liked it. I like the idea that, you know, you could sit down an old fan, uh, you know, basically any, a fan of any, in, you know, incarnation of it, We'll be able to sit down with another one and like you can watch with your kid and everybody would get something out of it. So I liked it. I we was, need I was su- I was just gonna say I was surprised. It's a hundred and twelve minutes. Or a hundred and uh, one hour and twelve minutes. And that that seemed like a really long t- run time. It was pretty long. Yeah. I, I kept I I kept like watching and watching. I'm like, man, when is it, does this have an ending to it? Like it just kept going forever. It aired as three episodes. So it aired three Saturdays in a row as 26-minute episodes originally. Okay. Well, we got to pick a ping pong ball out, guys. Oh, I forgot my favorite yeah. one. That's what I was going to say. I got a big surprise. We got to pull. <laughs> Get the box. It's been sitting here. Yay. Oh, man. The anticipation's killing me. All right, here we go. What we got here? Let's see. <laughs> okay, we got Charles Barkley versus Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> now, what okay. is this? 
What what is that? Is that a comic a, a book? A one-shot comic book, I believe. Okay. That was a commercial back in the day. Okay. Early 90s. And mid. the commercial, this is a commercial was so popular, they decided to expand the mythos yes. into a Dark Horse comic book. Yes, we will go into full detail. <laughs> Charles Barkley's been in the news lately after, you know, yeah. the... Uh, this Michael Jordan documentary, he's been quoted, so he's yeah, yeah, he's he's in the culture right now. Yep. All right. So I'm excited to check that baby out. Yeah. Never read that before. I can only imagine <laughs> uh, what that could possibly entail. <laughs> right. So I guess we'll see you next time on the crossroads when we tackle a comic book legendary issue. Thanks for tuning in, everyone, to this episode. My name is Jordan Lowe. I'm Cliff Barnes. I'm Seth. Goodbye forever. Kapow! The Pop Cultured Podcast is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Sounds, music, and clips played during the podcast are property of copyright holders. All original content is property of www.udamwithkpp.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and leave a comment. Kapow! The Pop Cultured Podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, and wherever podcasts can be found. You can connect with us through social media on Facebook, YouTube, at The Kapow Podcast on Twitter, or email the show, kapow, the pop cultured podcast at gmail.com. If you really want to go the extra mile, please sign up to be a patron through the Podbean app or our website, www.udamwithkpp.com, to receive special content and early access to some episodes. We are grateful to anyone that chooses to contribute, but please know that most of our content will always remain free, so please continue to like, comment, and share. volume way up but i'm not i'm not hearing it real you're not hearing me is that better i can turn it up i use check check can you hear me yeah i can hear you i mean i can hear you but it's just real quiet is that better i can keep going higher like that that sounds really high to me okay well it's not it didn't make a difference (laughs) okay hold on it might just be my headphones can you hear me? I can hear you. I mean, just like normal? I think so. Okay. Sorry. Mm. I went with the old school mm. headphones, because those, those white ones I had last week kept falling out, so maybe they... <sighs> yeah, I noticed that. I noticed it when I watched the playback of the video. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's see here. Um, shoot. There we go. Okay, what do you guys want to do first? Whatever. Jordan, what do you want to do first? Oh, it's going back to the white. Oh boy. If that makes a difference. Well, I can hear um, both of you guys just fine. Yeah, that's louder. So okay. it must All just right. be the old crappy headphones. Okay. I hear I hear you guys. Yeah. Okay. Um, do you want to start with the Turtles one? Since we've been putting it on the back burner, or do you want to hold on to that? I don't know. Whatever. Okay. Let's do that then. <clears throat> See if I can make any sense of these notes. Oh, from a month ago. That's what we were just talking about. I don't have any notes. I haven't watched it for a month. Well, Jordan, I mean, I can't take it upon myself to take the very detailed notes when we watch something. But I uh, then if I if I didn't totally understand it then, and we wait a month, it's really exciting. To see what I, my my uh, <laughs> what clips notes. What the hell is this? That's our, that was my cover art. Crossroads. I was working, working today. Nice. So I got a 
I got some notes, but it's mostly like, what the heck was that Shredder alien thing? And what? Date, date, you were going to so. explain that to me. <laughs> I'm saying that's my that's the notes I have. I went and figured out what was going on with that. Oh, stuff. good. I assumed you just knew. I assumed that was some huge thing, and I just didn't know. No, I had no idea. Wow. And you call yourself a freaking <laughs> turtle man. Yeah. I didn't even know what what the movie was. I thought it was something completely different. What? <laughs> I feel like you explained it to us before. And I was yeah. like, yeah. that sounds cool. They did this exact same thing like five years later. Wait, 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 wait. We're just, yeah. this is all podcast. What are we doing? This cutting room floor. <laughs> <laughs> this, is what we, this is what we should be talking about. Hate these headphones. Oh, we hate them. Just too. use your speakers. Does that make a difference? Well, echo. echo if you take your if you take your headphones out, can't you still use your speaker? I don't know. Try it. Well, I'm worried it's... it'll go through the mic and yeah, I'll hear I'll hear what's coming out of the. I sounds uh, that about like a bad idea. Okay, sorry. Just I'm trying to help. Start clapping. You're the sound guy. You know better than me. <laughs> I don't want to clap. I, I'll admit I miss those days. <laughs> I don't. Clapping, clapping days. Oh, oh, oh no, I broke my mic. Hey, knocking the mic. Oh, I've drooped. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't miss those two or three hours. Damn, in about the good old days. <laughs> 